All right, guys, we're back. Welcome to The Gripe. This is Allison. And this is Kai. And welcome back, you know, to The Gripe Podcast, where we just talk about things that annoy us in hopes to make the world a better place. We just, you know, we're truthers. We are. To, a, to an extent. We're gripe truthers. <laughs> we're con- gripe truth conspiracy theorists. <laughs> is Hi. the world out to get us? Mm, or is the world conspiring with us? Mm. Mm. Somebody used that term with me the other day. You know, the universe always conspires to help us, which I do believe. It's just funny to hear people say that out loud. <laughs> what is? In, I had in just, real time lingo. I had just met him. Like oh. we didn't even know each other like that. And That's was, weird. And he was like, "The universe always conspires mm-hmm. to to aid us along our journey." And y'all stay in your lane, sir. I was like, oh, "I don't know you." This is our first meeting. You ain't know me like that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, how are you? I'm cold. Really? Yeah, it's cold today. It's cold today. It was 40 degrees this morning. The high's only 48. That's nuts. I like a cold, sunny day here a in Seattle. A crisp, sunny day like this, yeah. It feels like the holidays. I agree, but the thing is, like, my feet have been permacold for, like, the last month. I don't know why. It's my feet. You're getting old, I guess. Ew. <laughs> speaking of. Um, speaking of, <laughs> happy birthday to you. Man, my birthday is, like... One of my favorite days. It's the day where I am extra AF and I tell everybody because what's a birthday if it's not celebrated? Um, it's a day that passes by quietly. Yeah, and I don't want that. It's, it's so funny, funny. It's funny because I don't really feel like I like a lot of attention in my real life. <laughs> she lying. Except for on my birthday. Like I posted it on Instagram. Like it's my birthday. I wanted people to reach out to me. Uh-huh. That's why I did that. And they did. I was thirsty for happy birthdays. Uh-huh. <laughs> <And> it worked. <laughs> it worked. Okay? I am so the opposite. I'm I don't like, understand why. I don't know either. Just a day What's better than a day about yourself? <laughs> it's like quintessentially American. It's there's something embarrassing about it for me. I don't know why. I don't. I'm so do self conscious about it. Do you get? Do you feel self conscious about turning older? No, I don't. Not at all. I don't feel that way either. I feel like <laughs> I, I don't know. It's that that it's so opposite of you. Like, look at me! Yeah, it's my birthday. <laughs> you guys acknowledge me. I'm like, I don't want to do that. That's weird. <laughs> <laughs> is there ever a time where you feel like you do want to be acknowledged? Mm, by who? Anyone? This is just Everyone? a general question. Yeah. Um, I don't know. That's a that's a very deep question. It's a very deep question, Allison. Why are you doing this to me? Words of affirmation. Is that your love language? My love language. Mm-hmm. Have you ever done that? I have. I don't remember what my love language is though. Mine is presence. Like getting things. <laughs> Oh, it just smacked me. I'll hear that. You heard that. <laughs> I you have like a new microphone and it's, it picks up on everything now. Just smacked Did my me. pen really hurt that bony little wrist? <laughs> it is quite bony, that wrist. Yeah, it's it's pretty weird. Kaya's date. Um, there's a lot of things to celebrate this week in addition to my birthday. It was mm-hmm. a little bit stressful on Tuesday because that was the midterm elections. Yes. And everybody was hoping for that that blue wave mm-hmm. and i don't think it actually was as much of a wave as a, mm. a lapping mm-hmm. a mild lapping of a water splish. not even a splash more of a splish a sprinkle <laughs> <laughs> but hey you know what we take what we can get yeah and i guess it just it serves as a repudiation of everything that 45 stands for mm-hmm 
and kind of a more of a check and balance on him since the Republican Party is just laying down and not even doing anything. Um, so you're taking it as, oh, it's positive-ish? Progress? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I am. It's so funny because I have friends that are like, oh my God, this is so horrible. So it's just weird to figure out what's actually happening. Wait, who thinks it's horrible? Some friends of mine that won't be named. That that it wasn't enough of a blue wave? Correct. They felt like it was like more losses than gains if you're um, looking for a blue wave to happen. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So, and they were like disappointed and it was very doom and gloom. And I'm like, I don't think it's as bad as you're feeling right now. No, I mean, and I was just hoping to get to the... 200 and however many you need 218 for the house 22 yeah mm-hmm. and and that in my mind was a success yeah so i was a little bit bummed about some of the progressive people in florida and georgia and texas mm-hmm. that lost right but they made a name for themselves and i'm sure we'll we'll hear about them again it's not the end of them yeah right um so what well, you you go next um I actually have a friend that um, that was elected to the House of Representatives. Oh wow! Yeah. Where? What state? Oklahoma. Okay. Um, her name is Kendra Horn, and the area that she won in was super Trump heavy. I actually heard about Oklahoma. Really? Yeah. Yeah, it's her. Yeah, I know her from um, teaching yoga to her in San Diego, and I think she's from Oklahoma. Um, she's a Democrat, um, but she won in that area. That's amazing. Isn't that crazy? Good for her. Yeah, so congratulations to Kendra Horn. I guess there's going to be 100 congresswomen. Yeah, that's a big deal. Yeah. Um, Rise so, up. Yeah. I guess that uh, she's the only Democratic uh, person in the delegation for Oklahoma. Oh, wow. So... She should be uh, <laughs> working it with some Republicans. You know, white women let us down again. That's what I hear. Yeah, you weren't going to bring it up, were you? Because <laughs> you were afraid that you were going to hurt my feelings. Well, you brought it up, so. Yeah, white women were voting for that Eddie Monster lookalike in Texas. Uh, right. Like 70% of oh, white women. Yeah. I don't, I'm so confused. It is confusing. Why are you voting for yourself to be a second-class citizen? Um, I think they like that way of life kind of being subservient to the man i think that people are just holding on to that way of life i think that they're used to you know Mm -hmm. and maybe they don't see the bigger picture um i don't know it is disappointing though that that's what happened yeah white women white women you know i love white women but you know because i am a uh beverly hills woman you know a rich white lady from beverly hills myself (laughs) (laughs) sometimes i don't know what to say to your statements i'm like where do i go with this um so yeah that's kendra horn (laughs) congratulations kendra horn she's a white woman too and she got elected so Um, congrats so you know november is the month of scorpio and being honest and like mm-hmm. stubborn and just feeling your feelings. Apparently I was reading my horoscope yesterday and do you read your horoscope? Not regularly. And it was like 
Um, and I think that sometimes in horoscopes, you can find what you're looking yes. for, like yes. what you're wanting to right. see. And so I guess it was like a Scorpio moon or something, Scorpio rising. I don't know everything. But it was like one of the things that that means is that you're going to have some uncomfortable conversations. That's what it means. Yeah. Like yesterday, like did this you time know that? period. Or is that what it said in the horoscope? That's what it said in the horoscope. Uh, okay. Yeah. And um, yeah, I've, I've had some uncomfortable conversations that have me feeling feelings. Yes, which you hate. <laughs> I really don't enjoy them. <laughs> I enjoy funny feelings. Right. Laughing. Um, but I feel like just in terms of everybody always says that, I don't know, honesty is one of their core values. Mm-hmm. But is it really? Because why? Because I, in terms of my relationships with people, mm-hmm. I just feel like you're always going to get an honest answer from me. And that's what I like to think about myself. That might not be true, mm-hmm. but it's something that I strive towards. To be honest. Yes. Even, Even if, if it's, it's uncomfortable. uncomfortable. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that I've had friendships, and this goes both ways. I've had friendships where we've been honest with each other and it's been very uncomfortable and we've managed to weather it mm-hmm. and stay friends. And then I've had friendships where we have not weathered it and we have not moved on mm-hmm. within our friendships. Um, however, I guess I just feel like if you are a true friend with somebody, you can weather these things. Mm-hmm. What do you think? Um, yeah, I agree. I think that um, you have to be honest with each other. And you got to tell the truth with each other. Because if you don't, then what's the point? Like, that's a fair-weathered friend thing. And I don't have any of those, <laughs> you know. Um, and it's like better to like sit in the discomfort of that and be honest because you become more vulnerable and more seen by the other person. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, I guess yeah. I just felt like I know that what I'm about to say is not going to be a popular consensus. <laughs> You that what what you mean? should just make it nice. Yeah, that's that's how to maintain a friendship. That's what I have felt like. Oh, you know, yeah. Like, um, I mean, not not necessarily in this situation uh-huh. that I'm, you know, referencing, but sometimes I don't know. It's just not easy to say the hard things, right? Yeah, and I think that it, you know, like if someone came to me that I just met a month ago, and we're like real serious about all their feelings like that's a lot but I think when you have a history with someone um then you sort of ease into that and that can grow you know like mm-hmm. the more honest you are with each other and uh, more vulnerable you can be- get with people yeah then like that that makes more sense but um yeah there, there, there's like a timing issue with it too like if you're super good friends then I feel like you have to have those moments where you fight and you get real um because if you don't then it's like what the fuck is going on you know mm-hmm. i just i don't trust it if we never have a fight and we can't move beyond it you know yeah <laughs> um 
I was talking to a couple of my other buddies about it, my other friends, and they're like, Allison, if you're gonna if you're gonna say something, you might as well go ahead and say it now because here's your like your chance. And I guess that's why I'm bringing this up. There's never a good time to have a hard conversation, right? And if you're looking for like an entryway, I don't think you're ever gonna find one. Correct. So yeah. Anyway, tough feelings in November. <laughs> um, but it's got to be better than October because October just did it. <laughs> Don't you think? Yes. I mean, yeah. October, we're just Xing that out of the year of 2018. <laughs> 2018, I, you know, for me personally, I've had a good year, which is sometimes it's hard to um, reconcile with like the world because mm-hmm. I feel like the world didn't necessarily have a good year. Right. Um, but I guess you got to take your wins when you can. <laughs> it might not have a good year next year. You never know. There's only two months left in this year. I know. Don't you feel like the first half of the year always flies by and then? Or the first half goes slow and the second half flies by. I don't know what I feel about I'm always that timeline. Like up, 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 and down. Oh. I'd say starting in October feels like it's fast. Because yes. of the holiday stuff. That's when all right? the parties start to happen. It's apparently. Um, so over the weekend, I went to Click Attack, Washington. Oh, yeah. yeah totally yeah. weird. Please talk about this. So Click Attack um, is a tiny, tiny town, like four hours away from Seattle and my friend Sarah ran her first marathon and it was freaking like a awesome. trail running a marathon. trail marathon yeah. yeah which are supposedly much harder than a regular marathon um yeah I don't know so it was nuts <laughs> <laughs> there were um like 18 people signed up for this marathon so it's a tiny and in the town itself, there's like two convenience stores, a church, and then a community center. And that's it. So where did you guys eat? Or did you bring your food and cook? Well, we cooked. Yeah. Um, we uh, got an Airbnb and made uh, dinner there. Um, and the Airbnb was chosen because it had a hot tub and a sauna. And they were bro- broken. They didn't work. I mean, I would have been so furious. <laughs> it sucked. And, um, and I would have given that host not a five-star review. <laughs> well, we left a day early because of it. Because, um, like, what was the point of, of staying there, you yeah. know? Um, but it was so much fun to be with Sarah and our other friend Nora and um, just kick it and, like, laugh at the comedy of errors that, that happened, you know? I also think that's how, you know... When you're with good people, people that you love, you can still always find fun. Right. The joy in it. Yes. Right. Exactly. So you make the best of it. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was her first marathon. So while she almost she was, died. Wait, how did she almost die? It was just hard. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. She was like, that was the hardest thing I've done physically in my entire life. Um, Not to take away from her, but I have run a marathon. You have? Yeah. I did the Chicago Marathon with my friend Ferris in 2006. What was the one that you did in the uh, when, in the Carolina? That was a 10K. Oh, it was a 10K, okay. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I did the Chicago Marathon in 06, and I agree it was the hardest thing I've ever done. Really? Harder than pushing out Charlotte, because I didn't have any drugs. Wow. Yeah. Um, did you feel like the other people were pushing you? The energy of Yeah. People? Okay. And that would that really didn't happen here because there's so few people. <laughs> so it's like she's basically running by herself. That she won in her age group. <laughs> yes, and that's very true. She did. Yeah. 
That's tough. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. Like, I would never choose to run 26 point whatever miles. We just did it because it was like a bucket list thing. You know, when I was in 2006, I was 25. So I was young. And I was like, I'm just going to go ahead and do this so I can say I did it. Oh and I did it. Did your toenails fall off? No, but no. it was like I couldn't walk for like four days after. Really? I was, well, and I was still living in North Carolina at the time. So I had been training in 80 degrees, 90 degrees humidity. Uh-huh. And it That's was October crazy. in Chicago and it was 40. Oh. It was freezing. Did it feel like it was easier because of no. that? No. Because everything was just like frozen up. Uh. And 2006 was, like, before all of the gear. Oh, really? Like, before people were outfitting themselves. So you're bringing, like, a Gap hoodie. Yes. (laughs) It it just popped up on my timeline from Facebook. Oh, did it? Yeah, I'll have to show it to you. I look a hot, hot. I'm wearing a visor. I'm wearing a Patagonia fleece. I love it. A long sleeve t-shirt and, like, running tights. (laughs) It is not a cute look. It was functional. Yeah. But really not. <laughs> um, <clears throat> so that reminds me. Good, good for you, Sarah. Yes. I completely, Congratulations. I completely made this conversation about me. <laughs> but now I'm going to put it back on you. Congratulations, Sarah. Um, I'm going to skip over this because I still think that we can make this an entire podcast. Oh, okay. Um, so let's get into it. Okay. So today we're talking, like, we've already done an episode about... Plane gripes. Yeah, airplane gripes. But we're talking about just Just transportation transportation gripes. Transportation gripes in general. In general. Um, And this came up because I was recently on the first hill... um, (laughs) The light rail. Streetcar. Yeah. Yeah. And um, I'm sitting there all, you know pieced out, whatever, and I just started hearing a real loud voice um, behind me, and this guy was talking on the phone extremely loud mm. to somebody. Yeah. On a Bluetooth? Um, I don't even know what if, if it was on his ear or if it was a Bluetooth, but he and this person were having some personal issues and he wants to get together with her and just like hash out the details and he wasn't wanting to bring anyone else into it but there was dinner happening at 10 p.m that night and he Whoa. wanted her to come who's eating dinner at 10. this guy was i'm in my soft pants <laughs> and like he was like i just want you to come and like we can you and me can talk about this you know, I don't really think that Jocelyn needs to be involved. She'll be there, but she doesn't need to talk. I mean, I was like, what is actually going on here? And then all of a sudden, he turned his FaceTime. And he was like, hey, girl. Hey. <laughs> I was like, what are you fucking doing? Did you want to get over there and get in the FaceTime? I, I mean, I think I probably was. They saw the back of my head. <laughs> it was just so obnoxious. Like, what is, really? It's, is people doing this right now? It just makes you wonder, people like that, how they have gotten through life. Yes, exactly. So that's how this topic sort of... um, Transpired. Yes. Um, Shall I go first? Yeah, sure. Why don't you fire away? All right, so my first one is with Uber. Mm -hmm. Um, First of all, did you hear that story of the Uber driver in Florida that raped a woman no. and said that that was a perk of the job. What? Yeah. 
So Well, we're just getting right into it. I know aren't we? I'm getting hot and heavy right off the bat. But this woman was in an Uber and she had blacked out. Um, which is why there are Ubers. So he right? picked her up. She, she ordered it because she was drunk. She obviously couldn't. She was impaired. Yeah. She couldn't drive home. Uh-huh. And but she wasn't blackout drunk. So she remembers being raped. Uh-huh. And she was able to uh Call the police when she got home. Mm-hmm. I was able to like point the finger at the guy. They actually got the guy, and he said that that was a perk of the job. Is that like in the manual? <laughs> yes. Wow. So I mean, that's a pretty heavy gripe, but you know, I'm getting I'm getting it off my chest. Um, going a little. That's just that's just continuing. <laughs> I, oh my god, she's like that's the appetizer, guys. <laughs> I've got more to get into. Oh my god. Okay, go. <laughs> Continuing with Uber, uh-huh. the air fresheners. Oh, what about it? I don't, I don't appreciate an air freshener because oh, that's hanging from the thingy. It's very strong. And every Uber I've gotten into recently, they all have that fake air freshener scent. The, the little pine tree thing. And I can't handle it. Yeah. It may because I'm already a car sickness type of person. Right. I usually have to be sitting in the front seat. Or driving. Oh. If I'm in the back seat, I will get, like, motion sick. Uh-huh. And, and that doesn't help. So I'm already in the back seat of an Uber. Right. And then I've got this really strong scent. Fake scent. So I'm usually, like, cracking the window and just... I can't look down. Like, I can't even look at my phone. I just have to, like, really be bored. Yeah. And as Charlotte says, what do I do with my hands? <laughs> <laughs> and look out the window. Um, see, that's why I feel on airplanes, too. I can't read anything on an airplane because I feel sick. Really? Oh, yeah. I don't even feel like I'm moving on an airplane. <laughs> I just feel like stationary. But in a car, you get sick. Yeah, I can't read anything in a car. Oh, that's so peculiar. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, have you ever done Uber pool? Never. Yeah, me neither. Um, my friend Crystal, she tried it for the first time. Um, it was in her area... And something happened where they didn't pick her up and they just kept it moving, right? She's like, okay, well, whatever. Uh, that night or the next day, there was a charge for almost 300 bucks for the Uber pool. And she's like, they didn't even pick me up. So she had to call them um, and fight that charge. Wait, I'm confused. Yeah. So how did all that, how did she get charged that much? Because we, have, we have no idea. It was like some weird glitch. Okay. Um, How much was it supposed to be? Well, it sh- if they actually picked her up, it should have been like nine bucks, which they charged her, and they didn't even pick her up though. So it, was, it went from three hundred to nine dollars. Oh. But then that nine dollars is like that I shouldn't even be charged this. Right. But I'll take it because I'm not trying to be charged three hundred dollars. It's less than three hundred dollars. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. I don't trust it. Well, I just wouldn't want to be in space with other people, mm. but I don't know. Yeah. I don't have control over their actions. I don't know what they're going to do. See, it's that's different than... I don't know what Uberpool is. I, I thought Uberpool was like you carpooled. Like there were other people in the car with you. So, I th- so who's driving? An Uber driver? Yeah. Oh. See, I thought that this is a different thing where um, you're carpooling... With someone that needed to go home, and they're driving their own car, and they're picking people up on the way. Oh, 
I honestly don't know. Yeah, I don't know any of this. Guys, we need to know the answer to this. (laughs) Intern! Um, Okay, so my first gripe is about buses. Mm. Um, So growing up in Coon Rapids, Minnesota, Mm -hmm. um, and not having a driver's license. um, Were you a late bloomer in that respect? No, I wasn't. But I was like 14 when my friend Jenny was like, you should come to downtown Minneapolis with me. And I was like, okay, what, what, what do you do down there? And she's like, well, I walk around and say hi to black guys. And I was like, what does that even mean, right? <laughs> so we were like 14, maybe 15 years old at this time. <clears throat> and um, took the bus with her to downtown Minneapolis. And just like she said, we'd like walk around. It's called. It was called City Center. It was like this like indoor mall thing, and like just she'd walk up to random black guys and say hi, and they'd say hi back. And we <laughs> <laughs> need to get Jenny on and the I was phone. Like, oh, okay, this is a thing, I guess. Um, so you know, I started going downtown by myself, not to say hi to black guys, not with Jenny. <laughs> Um, but because there was like, I want to ask Jenny some questions. <laughs> um, there was like gaps there and different shopping stuff. So that's when I started taking the bus pretty regularly for like a year, I'd say, just to go to downtown Minneapolis. That's pretty progressive for a fourteen-year-old to be taking the bus downtown. No, was it a good public? Like, was it reputable? Was what? it like the bus? Yeah, I mean, it was very, very yeah. consistent. A lot of people used it. Yeah. Yeah, okay. um, and so that's when I started noticing, like, I don't like being in space with people, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, there was one time that I was alone on the bus for a while, and then we picked up someone at a stop, and the bus is completely empty, and they sat down right next to me. <laughs> I was like, there's all these other seats. What are you doing? That always happens to you. Isn't that weird? Yes. Um, so I was a little uncomfortable. Um, in that case, you just want to like get up and move, right? Exactly. But you're like in the in the inside seat. Yeah. So. So then you just mean mug them the whole time. <laughs> and you don't want to appear rude, right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, and you know, you'd see a lot of people with mental health issues um, talking to themselves or oh, what yeah. have it's you. It's a fascinating anthropological study <laughs> riding on the bus. And there was like a lot of angry fights. Like I remember a guy had his boombox playing um, on the bus, which is not cool in the first place. And uh, someone spoke up and there was like a huge yelling match, which I'm like so uncomfortable with, especially like being 14, 15 years old. Mm -hmm. So uncomfortable. It's like, get me off this bus now, you know? Um, And then, yeah, you just see like angry people Lots of fights, um, but you got to get to downtown Minneapolis. So you're gonna put up with it <laughs> to walk around city center. <laughs> you got to. So yeah, the bus. Did you take the bus at all? Um, so I used to take the bus very regularly uh-huh. when I first moved here, and we moved. Oh, out. in Seattle. Yeah, being a grown-ass woman. Yeah, yeah. So when we lived first moved here, we lived in Kenmore, which is like a straight shot north of mm-hmm. downtown Seattle, like. 12 or 13 miles and so I would take the bus because my job was in downtown mm-hmm. 
And it was so easy. I would get on the bus stop at the end of my street and it would take me downtown and it would drop me off like a block from my office. It was not my office because I was working at Lululemon, but it was easy peasy. Yeah. So I did that for four years wow. and I like loved the bus uh-huh. because I would always get a seat in the morning time and I would just listen to my music, uh-huh. daydream, yeah, yeah, whatever, whatever. Your brain doesn't have to be on. Yeah. Yeah. But taking it home was always another. Why? Because I would have to stand up. I would be at like, my stop was like the last stop before I got on the freeway. Because it's so full. And I'd have to stand up and just wait until everybody got off. So how many stops would that take? At least like 15 minutes. Oh. So, because you'd get on like I-5 North and then Lake City Way. I see. Yeah. But whatever. I definitely like never minded my bus time. Some of my friends from back home didn't understand riding the bus uh-huh. and Spurgeon in particular like he unfriended me on Facebook because he said I talked about riding the bus too much <laughs> we had to I and then I wouldn't friend request him back that is I made him friend request so funny. Again. what are you talking about pictures of like terrible outfits on the bus. <laughs> but like not their faces just like shoes and sandals like very northwesty things and i'd post it on facebook i would just like write on facebook about my adventures on the bus that's because it's a good you know like a well like we we're saying yes. like people watching completely and he was just like you need to stop that is off-brand <laughs> he was not feeling that <laughs> So he unfriended me. We were um, we were not friends for like two weeks on Facebook. Yeah, <laughs> was he serious? Did he, he was, tell you? He was just taking it to a level eleven. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna have to tell him to listen to the 29th minute of this podcast. <laughs> um, that's too much. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Anyways, what's your next one? Um, my next one is about bumper stickers on cars. Bumper stickers. Does that count as a transportation? We'll make a count. As a train, blame, an automobile. <laughs> I just don't understand the point of a bumper sticker. It's self-expression, baby. But it just messes up your car. Like, your your car... <laughs> or does it enhance your is car? ...is an asset. No, it's not. It is. No, it's not. Like, you... It, the value depreciates well, yeah. immediately. I, I understand that. <laughs> I do understand that. But you take pride and joy in picking out your car, yes. and then you're just going to muck it up with bumper stickers. Unless you have, like, an old car that you feel like needs some decoration. Car example. Uh-huh. When I was in college, I had, like, a 1990 Volvo station wagon. Okay. You know the one I'm talking I about. Do. Real boxy. Boxy. It was white. Uh, really wide turns. And I'm like, this is an old car. It needs some enhancements. So I put on, like, very basic bumper stickers. Like, there was a Dave Matthews one on there. For real? Yes, 100%. Can I just tell you that Dave Matthews, when that song Crash came out, they wanted to have a bumper sticker that said Crash Into Me. (laughs) But there was so many, like, it could have been so litigious that they couldn't do it. Is this a real story? Real story. I never heard that before. Yeah. Well, because um, when I worked at BMG Music, they were part of BMG. And um, they were talking about the marketing thing. And that was one of the things that was brought up. That the, an idea of crashing to me. That's Bumper funny. sticker. And like, uh, legally, this is a terrible idea. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> so, um, so yeah, I've had a car with bumper stickers. Oh, when I was in high school, yes, and I was really into Kalulis. Uh-huh. I had a bumper sticker that said "Whatever." On it. <laughs> oh my god! And That's I had a car that my parents had uh, handed down to me, so uh-huh. I had like my own my own ride. Uh-huh. So yeah. I like I've dipped, I've dabbled in a bumper sticker before. <laughs> I've never had a bumper sticker, um, but I'm not mad at them. I got nothing to say really. But I'm not, you they know, just some some of them wise. give me a feeling, like an angry feeling. Like what political ones? No, like stick figure families. Oh. I get angry at this. Oh, interesting. Um, talking about where your kid goes to school, I get angry about that. The honor roll one. Like a proud PTA parent. <laughs> Nobody cares. Like, you really put that on your car. Oh, my God. That doesn't faze me at all. Um, then there's always the ones. So let's say you have your stick figure family. Then there's the ones that are, like, making fun of the stick figure family, like the zombie family. Mm. Or, um, like, the dinosaur family or a Star Wars family. Uh-huh. So. Um, and you hate all of those. I don't hate them all. The stick figure family is the worst. Uh-huh. If you add a twist of humor on it, like the zombie family, I'm mm-hmm. like, okay, I can get behind that because it's maybe a little bit, like it's something a little, it's just not as basic. <laughs> it has some personality. And <laughs> what I have a whole list. Um, politicians, like I kind of understand. I think in this day and age that we're living in right now, Saying who you support isn't going to change anybody's mind. Right. So it's just like depending on if you are, like if you had a Hillary sticker on your car, like you've got to live with that Hillary sticker because right. forever. But maybe the point isn't for you. The point is for them. Yeah. You know what I mean? Sure. I, I'm expressing my own self through this. Um, how many miles you run? I always oh, the marathon it'd thing. be like just Sarah putting a twenty six point two. She might. But then on the other the other flip side, people are always like zero point zero. <laughs> like the first time I saw that zero point zero, I thought it was funny. Uh-huh. Do you still? Or no, is it trade now? It's trade. <laughs> <laughs> um, like where you go on vacay. Who like, does that? There used to be a thing where people would do like if you went to Great Britain, people would have a sticker that was like GBR. Oh. Do you remember that? But I thought that's where they came from. Oh, I just thought it was like where you were from. Oh, see, I don't, I don't, I thought it was like, I'm originally from France, so FR. <laughs> FR. <laughs> <laughs> I could be wrong though. I don't know. Um, I mean, maybe it's both. I know like when people go to the beaches, I've seen, and this is probably more, um, no, I see it out here, like. Uh, some LA beaches. I've seen some like hunting Huntington Beach yeah. and HBs. Uh-huh. Um, huh. um in the South, I know this is like very particular to the South. People will write get their initials in like a cursive font. Uh-huh. So they'll do a monogram and they'll put a it script on their monogram. Yeah, have you ever seen that? I have. Out here? Um not no not not out here. So in the South, young women do this and I'm just like are you trying to get a stalker? <laughs> like, are you just, why are you putting all your information? Are you going to put some script, <laughs> social security numbers also? What on about the ones window? that, like, um, are in memoriam to someone? That's just very morbid. It is, right? Like, you're driving around all day, all life, with a 1993 to 2017. 
It's like, geez. It's Every usually day. on a truck. <laughs> what does that mean? What it, does that say? Am I wrong, though? You're not wrong about that, no. <laughs> it's usually on a truck. <laughs> See, I would be way, and you know, I, I don't have any tattoos, and I'm not a tattoo proponent, but I would be more apt to do a memorial on my body than on your car. Than on my car. <laughs> because like you said, your car is is a depreciating asset. <laughs> and your body ain't. My body's not going anywhere. My body is always going to be here. That's funny. Um, so, one time only, I've taken a train. I took a train from Minneapolis to Are Chicago. You steal mine. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> and it was, it was, it was like the cost of it was low. I was in a rush, and um, it was beautiful. It was a nice little Amtrak ride, uh, yeah, several hours. Um, and I was sat next to a guy that I'll call Ryan. Um, Ryan and I hit it off immediately. Really? Yep. He told me about his co-op job, and he had just broken up with his girlfriend, and he was going back to Chicago to see his family because he just needed some support. Um, I told him about my yoga life. Oh my gosh, why are you offering so much to Ryan? I mean, because we just hit it off. Like, it was great. Was he a priest? He was not a priest. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So maybe an hour into our our train ride, um, he pulls out a flask. Okay. Takes a swig from it. It was a pretty big flask, too. Um, Takes a swig from it and then offers me some. He pours it into an empty cup that I had. We cheers, and that's, I thought, the end of it, right? He got so schnockered. <laughs> like, completely, like, slurry. And then he told me that he was in a car accident. And he had, um, he pulled up his, his sleeves and showed me all these scars that were on his arms. And he was saying that he, he said he was drinking so much because it helped with the pain. Okay, now this guy has problems. <laughs> I felt for him. We had like a like a connection. And I was like, oh, I just feel so sorry for this guy. Maintain um, distance. No, I was I was Space. I, no. I was like, I'm here, brother. Lay it on me, you know. I feel like this guy had some problems. I mean, don't we all though? <laughs> yeah, just... You're thinking he, he was oversharing? Yes. I didn't feel that way. I was there for him. Okay, so what's the gripe then? Um, that's a good... It was, there was no gripe. <laughs> <laughs> it was just a story about trains. <laughs> I ran into my friend Kalisa, and I was telling her about this episode, and she was saying, oh my God, same thing about the trains. She's like, I loved it so much, <laughs> but it just smelled dirty. Kalisa, that I know too. Yeah, exactly. And she was saying that, um, like, she could smell the dirt from the curtains that were, you know, emanating. I'm glad my sense of smell is not that good. (laughs) But she said she enjoyed it, but she just could feel that it was dirty. So. Well, thanks for, thanks, Kalisa, for providing Kai with a gripe. (laughs) Since he didn't come up with his own one. But I have one about trains. Yes. Because it's 2018, and there's a freaking. I'm going to take it deep again. Oh, great. There's a freaking mass shooting every single day. Yeah. There's no security to get on a train. None. That's true, isn't it? You just walk your ass on the train. And you're kind of a sitting duck. And they're not going to change it until there's a shooting. Right. And it's just like, we know that there will be at some point. Like, we know. There's a guy that comes around and, like, checks your ticket. 
He's checking your teeth. He's mm-hmm. not looking at my bag. He might be. He's not patting me down. Come over here, Mr. Conductor. <laughs> Mr. Ticket Taker. So Aaron wants to take, like, I, you know, we've, we've talked about this, how I always think, like, the worst things are going to happen. And Aaron wants to take the train um, on Thanksgiving Day to Leavenworth, mm-hmm. which is that little town. Oh, he wants to take a train there. Yeah, we did it last year. Oh, you, I didn't know that. And um, he wants to do it again because he thinks it'll be fun for Charlotte. And I don't disagree. I think it'll be fun for Charlotte as well. But I wish the whole time I'm like kind of on the edge just thinking that somebody's going to. But your brain goes there, though. That's your it. default. But am I wrong, though? I mean, you might be. No. I mean, yeah, I'm wrong <laughs> because, but it happens. And it could happen. Correct. Because all, there's uh-huh. no security on a train. Uh-huh. So that you're vetoing it? No, because Aaron was like, he did that thing that's not fair. Charlotte, what would be more fun? <sighs> Driving in the car or taking the Christmas train to the Christmas <laughs> village? <laughs> What's, oh, Thomas, right? Do you think she's writing Thomas? Yeah. That's funny. That's pretty cute. Uh-huh. And I mean, it's a shame that I feel that way because it's so relaxing to ride on the train. Right. You don't have to pay attention. You don't have to like be in traffic. You get to kick back and eat some Doritos uh-huh. from the train car. So there's actually... A meal car. Yeah. So you don't... You're not serviced, right? No, you have to go to the meal car. Got it. Mm-hmm. I don't remember that. You can get a beer. If you want to. Yeah. Have a Kool-Aid. <laughs> I don't think you can have a cool <laughs> Um I have nothing good to say about taxis. I feel sad for the taxis. Taxi cabs suck. Like before like they have not Uber and Lyft, I hated taking taxis. Because they were so rude. Like even when you're not in the taxi when you're just driving, like no one cuts you off more than a taxi cab. I just always thought that was just good driving. Like they, uh-uh. like they know how no, to ma'am. how to be out here in these streets. <laughs> I hated them so much. <laughs> and then, like when you're actually like a passenger in a taxi cab, they would always give me shit for wanting to use a, cre- uh, use a credit card. That was annoying. Wasn't that the most annoying thing? I do wholeheartedly agree with you there. Like I remember pulling out my credit card. And the guy was like, um, I can just drive you across the street to the ATM. I was like, no. I'm using this Yeah, people credit card. have done that shit with me before, That's too. That's the most annoying thing ever. And then, even worse, uh, when I pulled out an uh, American Express, they hated it even more, you know. But I kind of loved it. It's like, yeah, you're taking this American Express. You're not getting paid. <laughs> That's so spiteful. <laughs> we go from one war- heartwarming story on a train. I'm just really moody these to days. To Kai sticking it to the man with an American Express. But I'm, cabs were just the most annoying thing ever. I hated taking cabs and would try to avoid it as much as I could. Um, cab- I, I, I agree with you. Mm-hmm. Cabs have not evolved, right? Uber and Lyft are... That is, it's so easy. Right. It's almost too easy. Exactly. However, cab drivers in New York, they have to like buy their medallion. Have you heard about this? No, I don't know what that means. So a medallion is like ownership of basically the ability to, to drive a cab. Okay. You don't just buy a car. You have to like buy into this program. Okay. And they call it a medallion. Okay. And you mortgage them out. So it's like you're buying the car. Yeah, and itself. it's almost like um, 
think of it also as like a stock, like a, a, a unit of stock, right? So you're buying it, and in the early 2000s, they were worth almost a million dollars. Well, I don't understand. It's hard to explain, bro. <laughs> but this is how it works. Okay. So if you want to be a taxi cab driver, yeah. let's say it's 2002, you would have to like take out a loan uh-huh. and buy this medallion. Uh-huh. And you would eventually try to pay it off. Uh-huh. And then when you retire, you sell your medallion. It's now appreciated in value because just like a stock would. Right? Hopefully. But then Uber came along. Uh-huh. And nobody ex- nobody in the taxi company like expected that to happen. Uh-huh. So all of these medallions. That were a million dollars. That were worth a me- million dollars. That were people's retirement plans essentially <gasps> have now plummeted and oh, now man. now you people are trying to sell them for like two hundred thousand dollars uh-huh. anyway like so, today they are yeah so well, who's, who's buying that people are still interested people are in that? still buying them but this is also new york city is now putting a cap on uber and lyft drivers in the city to like make the playing field more even for all these people that have like that fed into the taxi system before that's it was weird. disrupted. What do you think about that? You um, that's legit? That seems weird. I don't like that at all. That the government is interfering? Yes, because this is like supply and demand, right? Like, I'm sorry the demand for taxi cabs has, has gone down, but now you're putting measures in place to make them more valuable? I don't know. That doesn't seem right to me. I heard the point of view from a taxi driver. Mm-hmm. And... It just kind of breaks your heart a little bit, you know? Yeah. But they're um, swindled. Yeah. yeah. I mean, people, uh, there were a couple stories of um, men in their 60s that have committed suicide over oh, this. Oh, man. Yeah. And so I don't know, um, I don't know what the right answer is, but it mm-hmm. seems like that whole medallion thing is. That, I, I don't think I, I would have ever bought into that in the first place. Yeah. It seems odd. So. You can sell them, like, if I sell, let, let's say I'm going to retire, I have a medallion, I'm going to sell it to someone else. And then they take over the, the business. So they take over that, the cab itself. Mm-hmm. So I give them my cab. It's back. like your license to own this cab, and it's like you own it. This uh-huh. is your money-making machine, and this is how much it costs to do it, amortized over however many years. But what if the car itself is like 25 years old and it's not necessarily the car i see yeah it's just the it's the idea it's of like this. your small business uh-huh. essentially so yeah weird yeah guys man you got you got real deep with that one that's because i have feelings about it <laughs> um, i don't like it when things are unfair but is that unfair is that just the way the world works it's the way the world works don't you think Everybody's just trying to get theirs. They are. <laughs> um, okay, so you know how you were saying about um, how you thought that that Uber pool thing was a certain way? Mm-hmm. And like you would rather... Wait, have you researched it in the past 40 minutes when um, I wasn't looking? No. <laughs> but I have, from my experience as a Lyft driver... Wait, What? <laughs> I'm telling you this right now. Oh, what? Are you doing Lyft? I have been for like the last month and a half. Why have you told me? Because <laughs> I want to tell you here. It was an experiment. What? <laughs> yeah, I've been driving for Lyft for like for like a few, uh, like super part time. Guy. 
I am dead. I have a lot of gripes being a Lyft driver. I need to know every single one right now. I need to know the thought process. Uh. What was the sign up like? Has anybody puked in your car? Not yet. Do you have fake air freshener? I don't. I've only sprayed my car, my car once with it. I am gonna go on. I'm gonna know that you have not assaulted anyone because that's <laughs> that's I know not my you. brand. Yes. <laughs> um. So Lyft for me is a super perfect part time job. Okay. Because I have like pockets of I'm not doing anything, right? Yeah. And so I just go out because it's not like I can, you know, go to PCC. Did and you like, get this idea from Issa Ray? From Issa? No. <laughs> why? In season three, she's a Lyft driver. Are you serious? That's yeah. hot. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, because, you know, I love to drive. And, you know, I love my car. Yeah. And I love to be speedy. Like <laughs> I'm so annoyed right now. <laughs> it's hard for me to even, like, pretend like I'm having a good time. <laughs> and so I was like, why don't I just drive, right? Okay. Let me see how it goes. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's a little bit of a panic the first time you do it, obviously. I almost got myself killed. But it's because I didn't know the area, you know, and there was a ramp going onto the 99 one way, and there was a, uh, the oncoming traffic coming opposite direction. And I just didn't know which lane to take. I figured it out, obviously, you yeah. know. But it's that first time that's like, just get it over with, and then you're good to go, mm-hmm. right? Um, and I have found that people like me. Duh. <laughs> People are super cool if you're cool to them, right? And you have to kind of read their energy if they want to talk or not. Um, <laughs> she's like freaking out with your face. Um, it's not a perfect system because like they'll tell you that the person is like on one side of the street when they're actually not. So you have to kind of figure out where they're at, mm-hmm. right? And I'll say that so they call it a ping. It's like when you match with someone, it's like that someone needs a ride and ping, right? That the first one of sort of the shift feels most like, like what I imagine sex work would be. <laughs> like you're kind of waiting. You know, Let me try this corner, right? No one's biting. Let me go to this other corner. <laughs> and then like once it happens and it's like, okay, then it starts to, to, flow. to flow, exactly. Um, the worst, one of the, the bad things is people smell. Uh, like what? Like, like BO? BO, um, like weed, like cigarettes. Mm. I had one person uh, a few days ago, you know that, that it might be cigarettes, it might be dog, but it's old and it's super stale. Mm-hmm. And they can't smell it anymore. That's maybe the worst, the worst thing that I've encountered so far is when people smell and perfume mm. there was one person that was like super perfumey she just smelled herself <laughs> and i was like oh, this headache is from your perfume it's too much so are okay are people going far places are they going short places like Both. you're going to bellevue to the airport oh yeah i've been to kirkland i've been to bellevue the airport um i'll get an airport ride at least three times every shift damn yeah so you don't mind sitting in traffic? I don't. Well, so on the way there, it's super easy, right? On the way back, um, hopefully you get matched with someone leaving the airport, and that's perfect. But I'd say half of the time, 
um, you're deadheading, which means that... Oh, you're using the lingo now. <laughs> you're heading back to the city, and there's no one in your car. Deadheading, guys. <laughs> Are you like texting with other Lyft drivers? No. Do you have a whole nother community without me? Um, so I go onto Reddit and there's a bunch of people that post about their Lyft experiences there. Um, okay. So that's kind of where I, I got a lot of my information. Um, and yeah, some of them are super short. Some of them are, are long. Um, and it's pretty good money. I was about for to say, so like what's the percentage that you get? On a bad day, I'll make like 20 bucks an hour. That's good. On a good day, I'll make 40 an hour. That's good. Yeah. So, and it's just like, a, I, I do it like maybe three times a week. Do you choose, like what are your hours of operation? I like to do the morning time because people are going to work. I won't do um, like the bar scene. Even though like there's a lot of demand at that time, I'm not interested in that at all. Um so <laughs> have people given you reviews yeah yeah I have a, I'm a five star driver <laughs> and people tip uh, fairly regularly which I'm surprised about I don't expect tips <sighs> what like what line am I in knowing what do you mean like how many people know this in front of me two Oh my god, you're so mad. I just, I just didn't think we kept these kind of secrets from each other. I just thought it'd be funny to reveal it on here. You know, I'm the one that picked out the transportation yes, thing. Yes, you did. I sure did. You're like, Allison, you got any gripes? No. Oh, how about this? <laughs> Let me get this one out here really fast. Um, I, You know how I love, to, I, I love to wash my car, too. Yeah. So now I can write it off. Oh, that's smart. Right? You're being financially irresponsible. <laughs> Irresponsible? Responsible. Uh, I was going to say. Yeah. Responsible. Guys, I don't even know how I can top this one. <laughs> I'm so annoyed. <laughs> I think she really is, too. I'm going to hear about it off the air. Um, um, okay. My last one. Um, and then let me just focus. <laughs> is So Aaron drives um, a Jeep. Uber. <laughs> Aaron drives a Jeep Wrangler. <coughs> yes. And owners of Jeep Wranglers wave at each other. Oh, stop it right now. I am. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like when motorcycle people do that? I, I like get the, that. Like the finger. You like, know, like, 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 hey, like, yeah. you're not each other? Yeah. But it's a freaking Jeep Wrangler. <laughs> oh, my. But there's also, like, a club of people that own Jeeps. Aaron's not. I, I wouldn't be married to him if he was, like, obsessed over his Jeep. Oh, my God. But, like... You're so petty. <laughs> you just go back to that one <laughs> where they, like, trick out their Jeep with, like, big oh. tires. And, and those lights over Lights. And so, like... And uh, there's even, like, a... It's a Jeep thing. You wouldn't understand, like, tire cover. Oh, stop. People are, are really into it. But then... Why is that just with Jeeps? Uh-huh. So now, and it cracks me up to this day, when we'll be riding together, Aaron driving, me in the passenger seat, if somebody waves at us, we'll, we'll give the very enthusiastic <laughs> wave. And it, it makes me laugh every time. Because they'll just do like the finger. And we're like, hey! Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> but whenever I'm driving it, I forget. Because I don't... You know, it's just not my thing. I don't understand, as in oh. it's a Jeep thing. And so you're I, seeing people that wave, wave and at I'm like, like why are they waving at me? Do I look good today? I must be on point. And then five minutes later, I'll be like, oh, because I'm oh, a Jeep. Oh, I'm in this Jeep. 
Yes. It's so weird. My mom drives a Mini Cooper, and she says that sometimes she'll get waves from other Mini Coopers. Really? Yeah. I kind of love that. I'm just paying attention to see if anyone in a in a VW Golf starts waving at me. Yeah, they're waving at you. Come pick their ass up. <laughs> <laughs> she got jokes now. <laughs> oh, I'm gl- I'm so glad I got you. Oh my god! I'm like what? <laughs> I hate being the last. I'm surprised you're not the last. <laughs> Anyways, this was a good one, guys. <laughs> Kai got me lime on Real the emotions, air. real feelings. I couldn't have been more surprised if I tried. <laughs> all right, y'all. Did you have any other ones? No, that's that's all my stuff. Okay. Um, thanks for listening, everyone. Yeah. Have a great week. Enjoy. Enjoy this November attitude of gratitude. Yeah, wherever you're listening from. Hope that you're feeling the gratitude, no matter what's happening in your yeah. life. Uh, we sound like Delilah. <laughs> we need to play a song. I love Delilah. <laughs> All right, we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.